want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Welcome to Constellation Truth. Hello. We got some stuff for you. Yeah, so the big day's finally here. Vault 7 was revealed. Um, they said 9 a.m. Eastern, but I got up at 6.30 and it was already out. So. Well, I believe they mentioned that they had it released early because uh, they're getting cyber attacks, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did say that. Um, the, they said the press conference that Julian Assange was going to hold was attacked, and so they had to go to a contingency plan for it. Yes. Um, well, yes, the, the big day is here. Vault 7 is finally cracked. Yeah, and we're sure, I'm sure you've already heard it. Um, so a lot of this information you'll probably already know if you've already been reading up on it. There's a couple of, I mean, I personally have gone through all the documents uh, and pick out a few things that weren't mentioned. But, you know, for the most part, it's going to be stuff that's already out there. Yeah, and WikiLeaks is, already, is, is going to release more documents about Fault 7. Yeah. Because a lot of it right now is still being investigated by WikiLeaks. So there'll be more to come. Yeah, for sure. And it actually, you know, I, I think I went through all the I went through all the doc I, I went through all the documents in at least one folder that were the PDFs of the various types. Anyway, so yeah. So where do we want to start first? Well, what what, what is what is Vault Seven, Bill? <laughs> well, if you don't remember, Jim, that Vault Seven was uh, first originated with just cryptic cryptic tweets coming from WikiLeaks. And uh, a long time ago, uh, not that long time ago, but... We, we said aliens. <laughs> it was aliens. And you know what? It could still be aliens. It's we, not aliens. We still have folders, that are, files that are still being investigated. That's true. There's a whole mess of it. A lot of people were saying Pizzagate, even, even in the middle of the day today, people are still saying, ah, caught you, Pizzagate. Mm. And I'm like, well, I mean, you didn't, this wasn't at all about Pizzagate. Yeah. But. But I don't know. Well, the, the, okay, so yeah, well, what did it, was, it turned out to be? Well, it turned out to be just you know uh, what the CIA, uh, the tools they hacked with. Yeah. So it turns out that there is a whole uh, organization, the Information Operations Center within the CIA, whose job is hacking. And yeah, it's the existence of that is pretty, pretty mind-boggling. Yeah. Um, but you know, this sounds all very familiar to me. This, this is like NSA all over again. Yeah, it's arguably, some people are saying it's bigger than the NSA. Um, so we should point out, because a lot of people are kind of drawing this conclusion, like, there's, you know, you'll see a lot of really kind of clickbait titles, like, you know, they're spying on you, they're watching on you. There's, uh, from what I've seen at least, there's no, I haven't seen any admin documents that say, hey, here's who to spy on us, because the American people, you know, nothing like that. Um, I don't think it's, Bad. I mean, I don't think it's unreasonable, and I think it's probably more than likely that it's being used on American citizens. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. But there's nothing. There's, as far as I can tell, there's no evidence that's concrete that they're spying on Americans. And I feel like if there was, at the very least, WikiLeaks would have probably said, "Hey, they're spying on you." Not they had the ability to spy on you. Yeah. Important distinction. All right. So yeah, let's just dive. Let's dive into it. Just dive into the the realm. Yeah, let's talk about what, what they've got. All right, well, uh, let's see. What kind of tools are they using? So, you know, they're getting to all most, looks like iPhones, yeah. uh, Samsung phones. Uh, then we got the Samsung TVs. And yeah. then we got even cars. Yeah. Smart cars or whatever. Yeah, as I was going through, I mean, there's 
pretty much every popular operating system. I mean, I saw, I, I don't know if I saw Linux, I saw Unix, Windows, you got iOS, you got mm-hmm. OS X, um, Android phones, uh, yeah, like you said, Samsung smart TVs, I saw VMware um, infiltration stuff in there. Yeah, and I saw the documents, because if you have a Windows computer, you know you get that annoying Windows update thing. What if it's them, the CIA? Yeah, so there. if you guys look through the documents, there's a couple of images of the Windows update, and there's it's Windows update with error on it. And so my, I, there's no context provided for these. So, yeah. But if you look at most We're speculating. Of these, <laughs> yeah, so this is speculation right here. So, but if you look at the um, the whole directory there, it seems as though this is more than likely somebody just copied and pasted an entire engineering subdirectory for this uh, software development team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it seems likely to me that this is probably them troubleshooting something. I mean, if I was a hacking division and I posted Windows Update error stuff, like uh, like security team said, if you hack into something, you leave fingerprints. Uh, or, yeah, a footprint, nice. Yeah. yeah. So maybe one of those footprints is, that, hey, when we got into this win- this Windows operating system, during the Windows update, you can see that we caused these two errors. And so I, my guess is that they're trying to uh, say, hey, look, how can we avoid this in the future? And they were troubleshooting that issue mm-hmm. so that they could do it more covertly. But that's speculation. Yeah. Back to the facts. Yeah. All right. So let's... Uh, so, okay. I, I think it's kind of interesting. So the CIA can hack into your car. Yeah, newer cars. Newer cars. So why classic? So if they can do that, what what could they do technically then? If they could hack a car, they could track you. Let's mm-hmm. say that. Let's say they can track your GPS location. A lot of cars have microphones now for um, mm-hmm. what is it, OnStar? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. But they they can also remotely uh, some of the newer cars. They I guess they're able to manipulate the operations of the car, and so evidently. And actually, I didn't see this in documents. This is just something that um, another video was stating that they have you. They use them for assassinations, so they can crash cars. Yeah. I don't know if he was speculating or if he read that, but I, I didn't. I didn't read that. Well, I don't think we can find any assassination texts in these documents right now. Yeah. There is an assassinated program or assassinate program. Yeah. Well, there's 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 a whole bunch of uh, Python yeah, scripts it, that have different names. One of them is called Assassin. Yeah. Ignore that though. I mean, we'll look at it, but it's just ignore it. Yeah. That, and then, don't take it too seriously. It should be noted that that's one of the. There's a whole bunch of Python scripts in there that um, are WikiLeaks says, hey, we're looking into these. Here's a general summary of the co- uh, content, and so it's my those my guess is maybe those are the Python scripts that WikiLeaks is running to um, encrypt this or something. I don't know. So, uh, Dylan, did you ever watch uh, the Die Hard movie with the firewall? No, no, I actually never watched any of the Die Hards. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> well, we have what's uh, uh, one of the one, oh, one of the main actors. Uh, oh my God, just do it! You know that guy. Just do it. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Uh, he's talking to his car and he's trying to, you know, act like he doesn't have the keys to a car. He just gets a random car and he just fakes that, you know, he's, uh, really injured or his, his passenger is really injured. He needs to go to the hospital, but he doesn't have the keys. It's really bad. And the person just activates the car. It's just like, oh, well, there you go. Uh, so, you know, it's just to make you think like, well, if, I don't know, this is just, oh, that's movie magic, but it, I don't know if you can actually do that to a car, but if you could turn off the car, turn it on. You can definitely do something there. I guess the question is, how remote is remote start? <laughs> um, yeah. 
Okay. You want to talk about this Russian ship? Oh yeah. So here's an interesting thing. They like um like it like it was said when you hack into something you're gonna leave fingerprints. And so I guess they have found uh what they've been doing is they have been hacking into things and then imitating the fingerprints of other countries like Russia, for example, so that the other countries would have to either come clean up the mess or they people would investigate it and say, oh, look, Russia hacked into us. Oh now, why is this relevant? Well, it's either cover, cover your tracks at that point yeah. and see how I did it. So. Well, I, and, and, you know, not to get political, but there's a lot of talk about Russian hacking and it just seems like, uh, you know... Uh-huh. When you when you when it's pretty much been shown that there's intelligence leaks against a specific president, which the implication of that I just talked with you about, yeah. Um, and then you also have the ability to manipulate the people you're accusing him of colluding with from these fucking um, from from a lot of these. Leaks. I mean, it just it it stinks. It's uh, it doesn't pass the sniff test, as a uh, Newt Gingrich would say, or the smell test. It stinks like stink bugs. Yeah, like bugs that stick. And bugs that are in our TVs, our computers. Uh-huh, yep, yep. Man, you see where I'm going? I'm leading to the next thing. Yeah, it's come, <laughs> come full circle. <laughs> uh, so another thing that WikiLeaks, this, uh, you know, if they're hacking our phones, our cars, our smart TVs, that also means they're getting access to our microphones and cameras and stuff. Yep. So, And that means uh, your privacy is now, uh, well, it's, you know, it's not privacy anymore. Yeah. Um, so what they have the ability to do is, with the Samsung Smart TVs, I believe the program was called um, Infestation. Oh, Weeping, uh, Weeping Angel? Yep, and Weeping Angel. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Weeping Angel. And so it would get onto the Smart TV. Oh, and by the way, this was a... Uh, yeah, this was this was developed with uh, MI5. Which, which is a British... British intelligence mm-hmm. agency. So MI5 colluded with the CIA to develop uh, this uh, Weeping Angel program to infest Samsung smart TVs to put them, once it's on there, it'll put it into sort of an, a fake off mode in which the user will see it as being off and the power will be off and then the microphone internally will be activated and they will monitor your conversations and I'm... I don't even know if they have cameras on those things. They, they probably do. I, I don't know if it's... I don't, anything, I don't know if they have... Oh, I don't have a Samsung Smart TV. I no, got a, no, I'm not on TV. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, throw away smart TVs now. Yeah, and same same goes. Um, they all your all the phones that we like that we enjoy. You've got a. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of special. Ooh, yeah, no, you've got the Pixel. Shh, they can't oh, know. <laughs> don't, don't let the CIA know. <laughs> the Pixel may not have been compromised. I'm sorry. Uh, iPhones are at, right out. Uh, yeah, Androids. Yep. It's it's no. Good. I mean, they they and what they do is same thing. They um remotely activate your uh, camera and your microphone, and they listen in. They watch you. You know, um, they've been able to infiltrate uh, iOS, Mac OS X, um, pretty much all operating systems that you can you can think of. They can watch you as you pick your nose and text on yeah. the toilet. Mm. So, oh yeah, that's the last thing I want them to see. <laughs> Right. I think that'd be the no, that, was always embarrassing. Oh god, if they watch my camera, if they're using my phone, they'll be like, "Oh no, this is too gross." <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. This guy never showers. I've been watching him for four weeks. All right. All right. Anyway, 
Um, <sighs> this is interesting. And this was Edward Snowden that drew uh, our attention to this one. If, um, so we talk about the, how authentic these uh, documents are. Yeah. <clears throat> so basically, the CIA hasn't confirmed or confirmed or denied if these are documents are authentic or not. Yeah. Uh, Snowden points out that uh, they are. They, they they look authentic at least. So I don't, I don't know what I don't know what he put here. Oh, so. he, well, yeah. On that note, he the reason he said that was because it has classified um, program names that he says only an insider ought to be mm. uh, privy to. But what I put here is he had tweeted out. Um, well, he he had highlighted what was already in a WikiLeaks tweet. So this is kind of important. Uh, in the tweet, you can see where it talks about these vulnerabilities within the system. Let's say it's uh, the iOS. And there's a known vulnerability, which, if you recall back at the NSA deal, Obama said he, if they discover these vulnerabilities, first of all, they said they would stop spying on Americans. And they said if they discover vulnerabilities, that would become public knowledge. Yep. So they've known about vulnerabilities in various systems that they've claimed that they would reveal, and they didn't. And here's another thing, though. They exploit these, uh, they exploit these vulnerabilities. Mm -hmm. And so there's documentation. And the, the one that uh, Snowden uh, highlighted was... Uh, there was an exploit, and I believe this was for iOS. There's an exploit that, and you can see, purchased by the NSA. Now, this is very dangerous, as Snowden points out. You have intelligence agencies uh, colluding with the the private companies yeah. and purchasing the, the 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 right to use these vulnerabilities for you know federal exploitation for you know who knows what what intelligence objective. But it's, it's yeah. we're still gonna learn that. So hopefully, we'll learn it. But yeah, no, it's just like, it's just like they, they promise that, you know, they're going to show vulnerabilities and tell people what to do and they withhold them and exploited them. Yeah. And uh, for what use we, well, to monitor people, but, you know, but who? Yeah. All Americans? They didn't specify. Not even just Americans. It's got to be worldwide. Well, the CIA is really only supposed to operate uh, Foreign, foreign entities. Hmm. But here's 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 an interesting thing. Um, this is something I noticed when I was going through the documents. The um, there is one, there at least one one of these PDF documents where it's talking about the purpose and it outlines the purpose as a supplement to NSA Providence uh, program. So NSA Providence. And I'm just going to read this quote here. Um, is a new NSA initiative that will track the life cycle of data, a practice known as data provenance or data pedigree. The goal is to be able to determine the origin of every piece of the of data the NSA collects and identify permissions associated with that data. The practice also helps organizations establish whether or not the data has been altered. So is 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 life cycle information for data that the NSA collects, and so um, this may sort of sound familiar to you because this is reminiscent of the metadata that was revealed by Edward Snowden that was being collected. And it, it's so, the, like, like we said, there's, there's no confirmation that this is spying on Americans, but the NSA program that was effectively discontinued on Americans, uh, this is a, there's at least one thing in here that is a supplement to the NSA Providence program um, or initiative. And well, so it maybe I don't know. Well, it's just like, you know, you think about how many people have iPhones, like, like just all these all these devices that they can hang into, what's stopping them? 
I'm getting into our well, the Constitution. The, con- stop it. the Constitution, the Fourth <laughs> but Amendment. Didn't stop them with the uh, with the NSA. So yeah. So. But it, well, and that's a, evidently they shut down that spying program, and so. But to to me, when you see um a lot of evidence of coordination between CIA, NSA, and their various spying programs, and we have this historical evidence that the NSA was spying on Americans, and you see that this is a supplement to at least one of these initiatives by the NSA that is pretty that is that was a part of the that was used on Americans. Mm-hmm. Again, doesn't doesn't pass the smell test. Seems rather odd. Um, and then, and then, just one more kind of general, um, general knowledge. For those of you that don't already know, the CIA is pretty unique. It's kind of the, the granddaddy of the intel community. Um, so you know, the NSA is under the Department of Defense, as is the uh, uh, the Defense Intelligence Agency, all military intelligence agencies. The FBI is under the Department of Justice. The CIA. However, is a standalone. It doesn't answer to an agency. It answers only to the president himself and the director of national intelligence. So, as a result, a lot of internal workings of CIA are don't need to be shared with the rest of uh, the intel community. Yep. And so, I don't know. It, 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 they could have a lot of power. Exactly. Who has the authority to audit? The CIA, it's, it's going to be an internal audit, right? And I think uh, in there, there's been similar cases in other organizations or government where they they can only be subjected to internal audit. And really, really very little accountability if you only have the big guy as the boss and the DNI below him. So, um, and you know, lastly, the Wall Street Journal says they confirmed the authenticity of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, oh no, one last thing. Oh man. Um, and so this, this is what caught my eye initially. The, I was going through some of the documents, right? And so a lot of them, sorry, at least the ones that aren't just, uh, just, just, you know, random, uh, pictures and, uh, lines of code and all this stuff. There's some that were actual, would, would appear to me, you know, something they would submit to management. A lot of, so a lot of them had a header and a preface and part of the header was taught, like, let's say, I saw one for um, some Apple products. I can't remember if it was Mac OS X or iOS. But it talks, it has a section, uh, a column for trade secret. And then they'll have a short description, you know, like uh, I saw it said, you know, there's no trade secrets associated with this. So the question is, if there is trade secrets associated with this, why is a federal agency privy to trade secrets, right? Because as we know, Apple has what could be, akin to security clearances within Apple, mm. uh, not federal ones. They, they have their own, which is actually better vetted than most uh, federal security clearances. Yeah. So what, how would they possibly know these trade secrets? So my question is, are, 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 is there collusion between the federal government and these um, organizations to give up their trade secrets? To um, Are they using hacking or spying techniques on the private companies, which is obviously, you know, 1984 type stuff, or are they compelling them to do, to, to tell them their trade secrets, uh, and say, Hey, we, in which, which of course is, is a complete infringement on the rights of the business. And so it's, then that kind of ties in more time, you know, they, they have these exports that the, like the NSA was able to purchase an exploit yeah. for iOS. Um, you know, ha- were they compelled to do so? Is this collusion? I mean, it's 
it's just this rabbit hole that's a really ugly, ugly place to go down if you're, you know, scared of authoritarianism and living in a Orwellian 1984 society. Mm, Big Brother's watching. It's worse than that. It's 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 uh, Stephen or Stefan Molnieu pointed out. He's like it's like in 1984 they had TV screens that could they would monitor you. Yeah, and now they have something with far greater reaching capabilities than that, mm. and it's yuck. So here's a question. So you know, now that we have the CIA revealed that you know they are monitoring us like this. Monitor some. They have the ability to monitor. The ability to monitor us. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, they can hack in our, like, you know, get in our TV microphones and everything. Mm-hmm. When did we, when would you say, like, if this wasn't revealed already, when would you say would this would be revealed? I know it's a lot of, like, it doesn't really matter question, mm-hmm. but what do you think? You would say, like, five more years, like, like this show, like, we should expect this five years from now, maybe. If it weren't for WikiLeaks? Yeah. My guess would, I, I. I think if not for WikiLeaks, most of the things would probably not be revealed at any point. Mm, um, just brushing yeah, under the rug. Yeah, I mean, because there's this whole idea of, um, like, you know, classification expires after, what, you know, like 40 years? Yeah. I think it's, I'm not sure if that's for all classification levels, but um, you can apply for reclassification. Yeah, you so, can. Um, <clears throat> why, why, or, I mean, and by the time things are revealed, you can, you can black mark a lot of shit, so it doesn't even get out if you... Mm-hmm. Say this. Oh, we well, we took this subsection. We class we classified this as part of another program, and yep. you know, all these sorts of. Mm-hmm. By the way, on that whole black marking thing, um, the, there's a lot of a uh, FOIA requests that people get, and conspiracy folks will add extra black marks to make it look more sinister. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so just take a lot of these when you're reading the the impact of a FOIA requested document. Take it with a grain of salt if you're if you're if you're judging the impact and the sinisterness of it by black marks. Yeah. And now since WikiLeaks came out with all of these exploits mm-hmm. that uh, the CIA is using, now since uh, the tools are being used, you can see the tools being used. Uh, how do you think these tools can now be used by uh, just independent hackers or foreign? Agency, uh, foreign agencies or foreign countries. Do you think now that this that this has been revealed, now it's a now it's a threat to the whole United States? Well, well, as I understand it, the the I mean, going through these, and you know, I didn't do a code review or anything. I know, these, so <laughs> we're not coders. But, but as I understand it, eh, yeah, someone. I mean, I, I deal with it, but I don't I don't write it. Anyway, um, anyway, so the they didn't they didn't the what we're looking at is not their um, hacking ability and it doesn't specify what specify what the exploit uh, or the vulnerabilities are. Yeah. And so WikiLeaks goal in this day, their stated goal at least, is to reveal it to the public because there is these exploits that the federal government is purchasing and compelling them to keep these vulnerabilities in place. So they're saying we're purchasing this, do not fix this exploit because we want to use it for federal, you know, for mm. federal use or for investigations of some sort. Yeah. And so the WikiLeaks says their goal is to let the public know so that the public demands that this stops so that they can go and fix these ex- uh, these vulnerabilities so they can't be exploited by other people. Because So there's they didn't reveal what the vulnerabilities are. Mm. They're revealing that they exist. I see. So that the, you know. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so you, uh, but, you know, 
Tyler here. <laughs> so you think, uh, since this has now been revealed, you think it's right? No. <laughs> no, no, th- no. I mean, for, like, let's say catching terrorists, do you think uh, this is a good tool to catch terrorists? I mean, I'm just, I'm just asking. I mean, I've, I've heard tell that it has been effective in the past. Yeah. Uh, from, but from an inside source, mm-hmm. it's been, on some of the most popular, uh, some of the most popular assassinations you've heard of in the Muslim terrorist world. It, this has proven pretty effective. Um, you know, no, I'm, I'm just gonna go against it because there's, there's a fucking, there's a book on it right now. Yeah. So this whole, the whole. Um, Osama bin Laden assassination, right? We're not, first of all, we're not even supposed to know about Dev Crew, which is still Team Six. That's, that's a huge lapse in judgment on the part of most members of the media to, to go ahead and drastically publicize the existence of uh, ST6. But anyway, so the the Osama bin Laden thing, a lot of the intel they gathered was, as I from what I've heard, uh, through the exploitation of turning on the guy, turning on a sort of. A, not Osama bin Laden, but somebody in the area's mm-hmm. webcam and watching for a long period of time, and then finally they were able to go from there to get bin Laden. So I see. Yeah. All right, but you know, I don't know how I don't remember who the source was, but okay. So it can be. It is a good tool, uh, though. It's a right tool, obviously, because you know now we have the people, the people of America's America. Uh, you know, their privacy is in. Is in danger now. I we've talked about. It. I, I I I know. Ardently disagree with this whole idea of and see conspiracy and politics are inextricably intertwined. It's unfortunate, but it's the way it is, and this is the whole half the reason I got into it. But you, when you use ends justify the means, mm-hmm. heightened security. I mean, the, the same justification could be applied to pretty much any expansion of federal power, right? So you. Say, well, look, we've got to do this. We've got to expand federal power. So the left likes to, the, to really point at security issues and say, look at this expansion of federal power in as far as um, national security goes. Yeah. And then yeah. the right will point at the left and say, well, look at this expansion of federal power in fucking literally every other fucking proposal they make besides national security because they love the government. I mean, you got fucking health care. You got all these education programs. All, all, all these types of things that they're trying to really push forward. Um that really result in expansion of federal power. Mm-hmm. And so, in my opinion, the Constitution, the founding fathers, laid things out with a lot of intent. And so, they said with the Fourth Amendment, they said, you will not infringe upon these rights. These rights are not negotiable. I don't care if you've got a good reason, because the idea, and this is the whole reason why we're not, sorry, political tangent. No, you're fine. The reason we're not a pure democracy, right? We're, we're a republic. Um, because pure democracy, they knew that the will of the public would be able to be swayed by those in power. And so um, they didn't make us pure democracy because pure democracy is mob rule. Ben Franklin well, famously said, democracy is two wolves and a sheep arguing over what to have for lunch, but liberty is a well-armed sheep uh, contesting the vote. Hmm. And so, yeah, the public opinion is going to be swayed. And you're going to be able to convince people that there is a threat, but the idea of the Constitution and the idea of making us a republic and not a democracy is so that they 
the government is never going to be able to get the power because we're constitutionally uh, constitutional republic. You cannot take away any of these rights, regardless of the situation. You don't take them away, uh, regardless of the changing wills of the of the majority. You don't. You can't take any of these things away. And this is something that when people talk about. People are always uh, crit criticizing um, conservatives and um, uh, you know constitutional libertarians on these things, saying, "Hey, look, you have these outdated ideas. Go back, you know, go back to the 1600s with your ideas." And you know, good principles and morality don't change. Ideas change, but principles and morality and basic decency don't change. And so that, that that's my spiel. No, I disagree with it. What do what do you think? I think, you know, I, I agree that uh, the Fourth Amendment is right now is being violated. Mm -hmm. So, overall, I just think that, like, it's not right. Yeah. And if anything, I agree whoever leaked this out in the first place that this needs to come out of public. Mm -hmm. uh, this needs to be debated about. And the public needs to hear that this is happening, for yeah. sure. And then what to do from now? Well, see, I better... <laughs> Thoughts of them and I was like, what the hell they gotta get in their information? <laughs> it, and that's the so this is obviously just volume one. Yeah, uh, this is volume one. Oh gosh. I wonder if volumes two, maybe three, are gonna include Alien. more about <laughs> the the victims of this stuff. Yeah, you know, I wonder if we're gonna eventually find out that this is being used on Americans. I feel like if I was them, that's how I would segment this whole release. I, I think WikiLeaks will uh release that if they see that because they'll see that well our rights are being violated so yeah we'll find out we will find out so you know consulate your truth this is not right <laughs> our stamp of approval is not on this yeah <laughs> um no, that's our stance yeah um in other news there is a an anti-pedophilia march in Washington, D.C. coming up. Oh, yeah, Pizzagate. Or Pedogate. Yeah. We're calling it now. So, yeah, Pedogate, Pizzagate, check that out. Um, uh, we'll be posting this episode first of Vaults, about Vault 7. Uh, we made a, a Pizzagate episode. Part 2. Part 2 the other, uh, the other day. But we haven't gotten around to it yet. And the technical issues that has not been posted. Yes. Because it's CIA. So we'll post this one first because it's, it's kind of more uh, breaking news sort of and, thing. Yep, more relevant right now. And then we'll talk. Then you'll listen to our Pizzagate episode, which is going to be great. Yeah. And uh, also, if you have any uh, inputs you or questions or you want to bring out to our podcast here, email us at constellationtruth at gmail.com or tweet us at constellationtr. Yeah, um, please keep us posted if you discover anything else as you're going through this doc these documents. Um, you know, we it's only been one day. Uh, I did read through, I think, all of them, but I it was it was a skim. It wasn't. It was a skim, but we got the gist. Yeah, and like, honestly, we'll hear more uh, about what's on these documents as days uh, follow. So, all right. Yep. And so that's all I got. All right. This is Constellation Truth. And the truth is out there. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.